0: Ephesians two, and Maddie's going to come and read that for us. Ephesians two, from verse one. And uh, Maddie, we just before we read that, and while everyone's turning to find it, we had a, a seminar from Pete, didn't we, about reading the Bible. Um, what's, what's one thing that you kind of found helpful from that seminar?
1: Um, he told us where to start when we read the Bible and and he gave us a few tips about reading it.
0: Great. Excellent. Thanks. So Ephesians 2, 1 to 10 and take it away.
1: As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, Made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do.
0: Thanks, um, Okay, please keep your Bibles open at that point. Obviously with uh, something like uh, the, the winter camp, the camp that we've had, um, there are a few more people to thank even still. Uh, so we did thank them before, but can we thank the, um, the Scripture Union Winter Mission leaders again, please? <clears throat> uh, we had lots of people cook food for us. I know who they are. I won't name them individually. And uh, thankfully, like, it wasn't camp food at all. We were like, blessed beyond measure. It was, it was the bomb. It really wasn't camp food at all. We had lasagna, had cookies, we had cupcakes... Uh, I think I've put on about 17 kilos since (laughs) the weekend. Uh, So can we thank the the people who cooked for us? Uh, There were people who lent uh, cars and trailers, and they know who they are. Can we thank them, please? And, uh, of course, um, the the youth that went along. Obviously, uh, it would have been very lonely for us. (laughs) None of them went along. So, yeah, it was a great time with those guys. Let's thank them for going along <laughs> as well. <laughs> they braved the cold mostly and have come back mostly unharmed, <laughs> apart from having germs. Okay. Uh, we're going to have a look at that passage a little bit. And um, before we do, um, how about we pray. And we're also going to hear during the, the talk, just from a few people about how they um, heard from God's Word and just the different things that they learned when they were on camp. So, how about we pray before we look at God's Word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you uh, for your Word. Thank you for just the hope that's found in it. Uh, the grace uh, that we read of that's found in your Son, Jesus. Uh, just the love and compassion that you've shown us through him. Uh, we ask, Father, as we uh, look at your word now, that we'd be uh, open-minded, we'd have open ears, open hearts, and ultimately have our lives changed to give you the glory that you deserve. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so, um, I don't have any minties with me, but if you're a youth, can you please? I'll give you a prize later. Honestly, you can find someone, some, somewhere. Um, can you tell me? Stand up. the First person that tells me will get some kind of prize. What was the theme of the camp?
2: Wow. Close. Hashtag life.
0: Hannah. Hashtag life. Well done. <laughs> <coughs> I'll give you half a prize, Hamish. You'll get half a prize later. Uh, hashtag life was the theme of the camp. And obviously, uh, we looked at, looked at stuff that just makes up life. All the stuff that makes up life, uh, which we will hear about more soon. Now, I, that's what it was called. That was the theme of the, the camp. Hashtag life. Now, I actually had to Google... Um, what does it mean with this hashtag thing? <laughs> um, obviously, I'm progressing on in years, and so maybe you're in that position as well. Maybe you don't know what does hashtag life mean anyway. Um, you know, I don't have a, a Twitter account, Twitter account, <laughs> uh, or the. Um, I have a Facebook account. I don't have you know one of those. Insta chat thingies, whatever it's called. <laughs> so I had to Google it. I had to Google, what does this hashtag thing mean? Hashtag life. What does that mean? Uh, and so what I found is that the hashtag, before a word or a phrase, identifies messages on a specific topic. So uh, you could have hashtag life, and it's, just, it's the, the word about the topic of life. And so that's what we had, hashtag life. And we ha- heard all the stuff that makes up life uh, while we are away on the camp. Now, in, in this part of the Bible that Matthew just read for us, there's a letter written by a dude named Paul uh, some 2,000 years ago to a bunch of Christians in a place called Ephesus. Uh, and he's writing the Christians there. And, and really, uh, what he writes to them about is their status. Uh, it's something that they'd be able to post up on their ancient Facebook um, page or something like that. Uh, with a hashtag to sum it up. And the hashtag I reckon for this part of the Bible that the author, Paul, uh, would put up if he was around today, would have been something like hashtag death to life. Or hashtag once dead, now alive. Or hashtag life in Christ. But I think we'll go with hashtag death to life. And, and what, a, what a time to be um, just remembering from from death to life as we... Uh, grieve and mourn uh, the loss of our sister in Christ in Mari. Um, and this is really is, is the, the status that Paul has for this part of the Bible. And because it says there, right from the start, the hashtag, first up, hashtag is death. Now this is going to be, this is the hard stuff of this passage that um, we're going to find really difficult even on a day like today. It says there, verse 1, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. Uh, Hashtag death. Now, that's is such a hard topic to even think about and contemplate this morning, isn't it? It's, uh, it's really not something that uh, we want to be thinking about now. Um, but as we know, our dear sister Mary has passed away. Um, but we know that that is not the end. And we will get to that uh, as we look through this passage as well. Um, now, that's, that's a really... Difficult thing to get around because you know, I, I wouldn't want to stand up here and, and talk about it. It's not something that we, we like to talk about either. You know, some of the things that we avoid talking about are death, and I think there's a couple of other things. What are the other things that we avoid talking about? We avoid talking about sex and politics, I think, are the three main things. Um, but really, we need to go through this part. and I think it could have been even worse this morning if I came up to, to you uh, and said, or if Bob said right from the start, good morning everyone, firstly, uh, I want to say that uh, we're all in trouble and we're all going to face this thing that's called death. But really that's the, that's the truth of what this passage is talking about. Uh, maybe you would think, oh well, uh, if, you know, if I said it, if I said Oh, you're going to face death, maybe you would think, well what's wrong with this guy? Um, was he ha- not had enough sleep on the weekend locked in a shed with a dozen other guys sleeping on a concrete slab why is he talking about this stuff called death does he just feel like um, his death warmed up or something uh, you might think well are the parents that haven't paid for their children is that what he's saying that he's getting angry well no what this part of the Bible is saying is that because of sin because of a broken relationship with God we're lifeless, we're dazed, we're confused, we're walking around with no life in us. And it's not an easy thing to think about, especially on a day like today. We don't um, like talking or hearing about death. And obviously for me up here now, it's, it's really something difficult to talk about and to think about because of the loss of our, our sister Mary. But this is real. Uh, this isn't a metaphor. Uh, the Bible says here that we're, each of us are dead because of sin. Because of a broken relationship with God. Now often Christians talk about a broken relationship with God um, which is the reason for the way the world is at the moment, which is true. Uh, because of our broken relationship with God, the world is in the state that it's in. Um, but often the, it's kind of thought of that broken relationship with God is kind of like a, thought of as a small tiff between us and God. Yeah, you know, kind of like a tiff that the Year Seven boys would have around the fire because one person had the marshmallows and someone else didn't. Um, that's kind of thought about with our broken relationship with God, you know, and we just kind of get over it and move on, and it's all forgotten. Which is true. God does forgive our broken relationship with Him. Uh, but what we've got to realise is that when we have a broken relationship with God, spiritually, we're dead. A broken relationship with God means that we're lifeless. We have no life in us and that's real. And we know people like that. We know people in this world, friends, family, who are in a broken relationship with God, they they have no life in them. But yet, God actually didn't intend for us to be dead. He didn't make us to be dead. Uh, in that bro- broken relationship with him. And so we're going to hear now for, about the first talk that we had on the camp about how God intended us to have a relationship with him. So Brendan, going to come up? Just give us a recap of the first talk that we had. Hashtag, what was it called? Yep.
2: Go for it. Um... It was hashtag origin, and it was delivered by Tim Rod. Um, T Rod began asking where we're from and why we were made. His speech and the emphasis on um, what was based upon being made as a in a reflection of God. The three points of uh, the three points in the first talk was that God made us in His own image. Sin came along and changed that image and that Jesus came and restored that image. So imagine a brand new, very clean mirror. This is us, the reflection of God. Then the mirror gets dirty, our sins. Jesus is like Windex. He cleans the mirror. He wipes our sins away. I think I liked hearing the emphasis that we are created in his image and that Jesus sacrificed his life to let us have a relationship with our God.
0: Brennan? You see, that's how God intended us. Yeah, give me a clap. That's the, the relationship that God intended for us right from the start. Our origin is that we were created in his image. We're to be in a relationship not broken with God, fully with him as the boss of our life and living with him as our kin, king. But obviously what Brendan said there is that sin has changed everything. That broken relationship, us wanting to be the boss of ourselves, has changed it. And it's that sin that is the reason for that we have a a broken relationship with God. You see, it's us pushing God out of the picture to be the boss of our life and wanting us to be our own boss of our life. And we do that in small ways. We can think, you know, it's good, or it's fun, or it's fulfilling to be the boss of our own lives. But really, as it says there in Ephesians 2, it's lifeless. It's it's dead. And we become objects of wrath. Now, often it, um, it lights out on the camp. Um, this is in the boys' in the shed. I'm not sure how it went with the girls. But... Um, in the shed with the guys, lights out. You know, really meant at lights out. That was it. No talking. Put your phones away because we want them to get good sleep. But as you know, for young people, when you say lights out, they're like, "Oh, just hang on one more, one more." You know, look at my phone, or they'd continue to talk for a bit. Um, someone would often let out some kind of strange gas noise at that point. <laughs> after lights out, you know, so they all laugh. They'd keep on chatting, and they'd drag on. And, and this would often make us angry. you um, would probably encounter the wrath of T-Rod. <laughs> he'd be like, you need to turn off your phone, be quiet, go to sleep. You'd encounter the wrath of T-Rod. And um, it wasn't too bad, I don't think. He'd do a good job at keeping it at bay. And we think of that, you know, and then, you know, we'd all each get uh, angry at that and wanting them to put their phones away. I would have yelled louder if my voice wasn't um, so dodgy. But that was the kind of wrath that we faced. Now God's anger, His anger at sin, His wrath towards that is actually right. You know, in some ways you know, being angry towards young guys still staying up is kind of right but probably not really. But God's anger at sin, His wrath towards it is actually right because His creation has turned It's back on him. It's broken a relationship with him. And so we face the consequences for doing that. And it's not a good situation that we've got ourselves in right there. And so that's really hashtag death. Hashtag death. But yet, that is not where it's finished. That is not where it ends. Because in this part of the Bible, we're greeted... We're given the two most beautiful words in the English language for sure in verse four. We get the but God. But God. We were dead to sin, locked into that, chasing what we want to do, slaves to the kingdom of the air, slaves to how the devil wants us to live in the world, but the two beautiful words but God. Have a look at there at verse four of Ephesians two. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. God has made us alive. We were dead, but God has made us alive and he's done that through his love and mercy. If you're a Christian today, you're saved. And that was a desire of God's heart and not of ourselves. We get to learn really what God is like and His love and His mercy extends to us. And we're going to hear more about that close relationship with God we have as a Christian in a second talk that we heard, hashtag Father. Hashtag the Father. So Bailey's going to bravely come up here and share what that means.
3: Seabass started off his talk with the question, how do you see yourself in relation to God? To answer this, he had a few main points. His first one was, "What, what does it mean to be a Christian? To be a Christian, it means we have God as our Heavenly Father making us His children. This is the relationship we have with Him, Father to Son. By doing so, we shouldn't be comparing our Heavenly Father to our fathers on earth. But the opposite way around. I like this talk because it showed the relationship that God really has with us.
0: You see, as Christians, we have a close relationship with God the Father. Uh, We have that close relationship, and it happens through grace. Now, what is grace, really? What is that? Something you say? Uh, before eating or something you sing that before you have dinner. I think the best way to remember what grace is is that it's a free gift. It's a free gift. Now, there was uh, perhaps a lot of free gifts that were found by the youth while we were away. Uh, the young guys found some marshmallows. They thought that was a free gift. Of course, the marshmallows were on the ground next to the fire, but still, that was a free gift for them. Uh, the older guys found some grass grasslands where they could kind of... Pooned down these big grass slopes. They thought that was a free gift. Uh, the girls thought they had a free gift in Bojo, the horse, this white horse, where they were able to go up and just give him a pat and feed him. Uh, some thought they had this free gift, this great gift in a majestic view they had after a bushwalk. Uh, but this is a free gift here in the Bible, God's grace. His free gift that people who chose to break relationship with him who chose this way of life, have been given a gift in Jesus to have a relationship with God. And we now call God Father, as Bailey said. We now have life. It's hashtag alive. And the fact that we've been given this free gift of life through Jesus, the fact that we're saved through him, well, it, it changes everything. It changes our mindset of who we are. We're children of God. And it changes us right at the very core. We're going to hear a couple of ways of having Jesus' life given for ours and how that's changed our life in the last two talks that we heard. So hashtag respect and hashtag YOLO. If you want to know what they mean, I think these guys will explain them. And so Benny and Steph, come and share.
3: Okay, thank you. Thank you, Matt. Okay, before I'd like to start, I would uh, like to do a disclaimer that this uh, uh, talk were maybe a little bit controversial. So let's (laughs) give it a shot. (laughs) I guess. Okay. Um, In the third talk that we had on Friday night, uh, Katie um, summed up uh, what um, sex is in relationships and what it means um, to be that way in a relationship pretty much. So the uh, big idea... In this was how to respect the boundaries God has given us for relationships, and e- and how to respect each other in a relationship. Uh, obey the and the main point of this is obey the guidelines God has given us, because we're grateful for the sacrifice God has given us, rather than we just having to follow rules. And um, the reason why I enjoyed this was because it gives us a reminder for how God's God expects us to act in a physical relationship and also does remind us that respecting each other is the most important part of a relationship.
0: Thanks, Maddie.
4: Okay, Sheridan, a little girl, was going to share about my talk, but she's unfortunately sick, so I'm going to share about my talk. Um, I did a talk on hashtag YOLO. If you don't know what that means, it stands for you only live once. So I talked about a bit about um, my life when I was 15, 16 years old and what I got up to. Um, so you only live once pretty much defined my life, so I just was a big drinker, went out to all the parties, had heaps of fun, and I talked a bit about um, what that was like for me and how I felt during that, Um, but the purpose of my talk and the main point was that um, the only thing that really fulfilled me and satisfied me in the end was God, and when I came back to God, um, yeah, he took away the loneliness and, um, yeah, the feeling of being unfulfilled from me and filled it with himself. So, um, yeah, I talked a bit about um, what that meant for me in my life. And now that I'm fulfilled and satisfied in God, um, yeah, it's so much better than being um, fulfilled by worldly things. And um, I asked the guys the question, like, what do you fill your life up with? Is it partying? Is it drinking? Is it maybe hiding yourself at home? Is it playing on your computer? Do you try and fill your life up by doing those things instead of filling your life up with God?
0: Really, there are just a couple of things that are the way that this free gift in Jesus can change our life. It changes our mindset when we think of things like alcohol or partying. It changes our mindset on sex and the way that God created that to be. God's grace, his free gift to us in Jesus, it changes us to the very core. And so there are a couple of things that we heard of having Jesus' life given for ours changes our life. And so it's by grace that you've been saved. It's by this free gift of Jesus that we've been saved and that now shapes how we live from here. And what a morning to remember it. What just a thing to remember from God's Word, just some great truth from God's Word that we've gone from death to life. Hashtag death to life. Knowing that for Mari... Uh, she's alive. This free gift of grace that she had in Jesus. Uh, she took that on, um, not on something of herself, but she was given that free gift by God. And we know that she is alive and we will see her one day. And so will you let God's gift of life through Jesus change you? Uh, for the more mature ones, will you let God's gifts of life in Jesus, his Grace change you, and the things that you say, and how you respond to uh, your husband and wife, or the people in your family, and the way that you share Jesus uh, with others in the community. For the younger ones, will you let God's gifts of life in Jesus change you? Uh, change you, and in, in the way that you think about um, alcohol and partying, in uh, the way that God has intended sex to be, will you let God's gift of life in Jesus change you? His grace. It's a great question uh, that we can be wrestling with that I know that I need to wrestle with. I need to let God's grace change my life because we once were dead, now made alive in Jesus. For it is by grace you've been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves, it's the gift of God. How about we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the week that we've had, the week of hearing from word especially for the, the youth of the church uh, we thank you uh, from hearing from your word now about your grace to us in Jesus uh, and the gift of life the free gift of life in him Father we pray that uh, we would respond to this uh, in a way that would um, give you the honour that you rightfully deserve and we pray this in Jesus name, Amen i finish up with singing